When I heard that Dr. Stephen Craig wanted to talk about the six husbands every wife should have, I was thrilled. I mean, who wouldn't want to have six different husbands? But then I read the fine print. And Dr. Craig's book, The Six Husbands Every Wife Should Have, actually helps couples identify the six different people they need to become over the course of their relationship in order to grow together rather than apart. And Dr. Craig, you say that marriages don't fail when people change, they fail when people don't change. Absolutely. I'm actually trying to change that, you know, probably centuries-old conventional wisdom here. But yes, if you think about it, we all change we all change and mature through the years. And who would sometimes I like to say that my I look at myself like a stock on the stock market. My wife was buying low when she married me and hoping <laughs> I would mature and grow through the years. That's a fabulous analogy, actually. I love that. But here's the thing. They always say, oh, don't try and change a man. Don't try and change a man. But you're saying we should, or do they need to change on their own accord? Well, I'm actually saying that both spouses need to change. Yeah. Because the, the key, the magic is that you grow and change together. But um, both of these things occur. First of all, <clears throat> people have to have the maturity and courage to recognize that that's their responsibility to change. But we, we also have to push our spouses a little to change and grow because changing is difficult, and it's not something we have t- been taught to do or that we like to do. So, yes, absolutely, there's some degree. You're not going to change someone from 180 degrees, but we do need nudge. So you, the, the premise is you've got to go into this relationship a pretty good match or a pretty good pair and, and like the person you're starting with and, and change together. I loved your analogy of starting out as a stock, sort of a bargain stock that your wife got. That must be the first husband. <laughs> well, in a way it is that, that I think like that because when we talk about the six different stages, what I'm trying to do here is create a roadmap because people, no one has been given the tools to say, A, you need to change, and B, here's how. So the first stage, which I'll call getting started, is how you determine beyond when you're in love with someone if they're actually a marriable person. Because I always say being in love is like being on second base. You're only halfway there. In the first stage, we're going to talk about all that happens after you're on second base. If you're flexible and mature and willing to change, those are the things that make them a good mate how you handle conflict, things like that. And, and you know, when you talk about just starting out and a, a young married couple in the stage one, does this, is this something that somebody realizes later in life? You know, they've been together several years. They've been together a decade that they can suddenly look at each other and go, wait a minute, let's start at stage one and make these changes now. Or is this, is this age-based or can you catch up? Anyone can do this at any time. You could you could get married in your fifties and go through all these six stages, or sometimes you some events in life cause you to go through them quicker. And some people in their twenties are speed through faster than others. But the key is you have to go through these stages because they're about the evolution of a relationship. Because all our needs grow and change through the years, or at least they better. Yeah. Because if you don't change, you become obsolete. So absolutely, you can do these at any time. Well, I know that when I was looking through the book, you talk about the fact that couples have to be open to change and maybe one side of the relationship is and the other isn't, and there's some quizzes and questions to ask. But how do you encourage the other to be open to change? How how can spouses help each other with that? Well, one of the chapters in the book there talks about the, 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 the common hurdles to change, that you know all the things people find reasons not to change. 
and we, we can't go through all of them. But the one thing I would do is talk about all, you know, the belief that we shouldn't change or that I can't change and all these different things. So there's all sorts of tips and tools into how you can help people do it. But the simple answer is that people have to realize that that's their job and responsibility, that if you, while changing is difficult, if you don't, the most boring people in life are the ones who don't change. Mm-hmm. It's your job. And you'll certainly, it might be, might be afraid to change, but you'll certainly lose your spouse if you don't. Now, when you talk about change, you're not talking about, you know, he always leaves his socks on the bedroom floor. You're talking about more personal development change, more expanded horizons change? Yeah, what I'm saying is that in each stage of, of marriage, our needs, our emotional needs change drastically. And that's the thing we aren't taught when we're getting into a marriage. Because a marriage isn't just about um, two people who get fall in love and get married. It's about a lifelong relationship that meets your emotional needs as those needs change. So I know that when, um, for example, the stage we were just getting to, the then come baby years, when you have babies, a, a wife's needs change drastically. Her identity changes, the things that are important to her, her needs, intimacy, all of those things change, and so does the husband. So we should have a manual for what to expect and how to handle each other in the then-come-baby years, not just how to handle the baby. Boy, that's so true. You get so focused on the baby. I'm sure this is a stage where couples often just forget about their relationship almost. Yes, right. And that's where we start to run into problems. Well, then, of course, when you have kids, a whole new expectation, I guess this is stage number four, you know, the kids are older and, and life is getting on, where you realize some of your values might be different, or not necessarily values, but opinions. Child raising brings out a lot of uh, un, uh, previously hidden differences, don't you think? Oh, there's all sorts of things that people haven't addressed in each other that either they knew were there and they didn't get to them, or that they suddenly realize they're there. And this, you know, when the kids start to really be impressionable, now if you haven't cleared out a lot of your old issues from the past or things in your life, they, this, is a, this is an age where people get divorced a lot because of these things that you just mentioned right there. Yeah, these conflicts. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Dr. Stephen Craig. He's got the book out called The Six Husbands Every Wife Should Have, How Couples Who Change Together Stay Together. And, you know, stage five, the stage five husband and wife, let's be fair, about empty nesting. Boy, you know, that's something, right? The kids are gone. You sit and look at each other and kind of go, now what? That's right. The the key thing for this stage is to... uh, Start early. I often tell people to read the stage you're about to enter before you get there, because at this stage you have to be rejuvenating your relationship and repouring new and exciting things in. And if you don't, you've you've got a giant hole in your life all of a sudden. There's, you know, how would you suggest that the average couple use this book? You know, read it separately, read it together, go through chapter by chapter. Well, let me say one thing about it. One thing I really tried to do in this is not make it your standard self-help book. I mean, it doesn't have stories of Bob and Sue from some land that you never heard of and you don't care about. These are real-life stories that are funny and tearful and things people can relate to, and it gets right to the point with some specific tips and tools. So I think it's a great thing for people to read together because they can relate to it as they're going through. But many people I have heard do both. They get two copies, and one reads, and the other reads, and they talk about it. 
but it would be great to talk about it along the way and say, yes, now I recognize how you've changed and I can meet those needs. And, and of course, the takeaway here is be willing, be open to change based on your stage of life and what husband or wife you should be of the moment. And I'm going to put all of Dr. Craig's information on amystable.com, but you can also find more about Dr. Stephen Craig at, I believe it's drstephencraig.com, right? drstephencraig.com, or there's a Facebook page, uh, uh, Dr. Stephen Craig. And if we have... Ten more seconds, I could leave you with something that I think people really would enjoy. I'd like it. Okay. One of the things I put in here is I would change my marriage vows if I could go back, but not because they were, there anything was wrong with them, because I think they should say this. I promise to share my life with you for as long as I live. To accomplish that, I promise to change when my marriage needs me to change and to grow when my marriage needs me to grow. I promise to be more than the husband you need me to be today. I promise to be the husband you need me to be today, tomorrow, and in the future. Life and love is about change, and I promise to change. Oh, I think there's lots of us right now saying, I do, Dr. Craig. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's nice stuff. Again, it's called The Six Husbands Every Wife Should Have. Thank you, Dr. Stephen Craig. Thank you. You're listening to Amy's Table. It's Amy's Table. A girl's guide to living. With Amy Tobin on Q102.